Hello and welcome to Healthy and Wellish. Welcome back and if you're new here, welcome to. My name is Amelia and this is my podcast. I hope that everyone is having a fantastic day. It is the beginning of the week if you're listening to this on Monday and if not, I hope you're having a great day. If you're listening to this in the car, I hope you're having an amazing car ride. Everything is going good, drive is smooth, nobody's driving slow in front of you, and no gross road rage because that kills my mood. If you're listening to this working out, I hope you're having a perfect workout and that you are moving strong and doing all the things that you need to do. If you are listening to this, hmm, what are you listening to? If you're listening to this, just doing activities, I hope your activities are going well. As you can tell, I'm in a great mood and I'm excited about today's episode because it's something that everyone needs to hear and everyone needs to talk about. But before we get into that, let's talk about me, my favorite part of the podcast. I love talking about me. It's my favorite. (laughs) But I want to give you a life update because this life update is very important because I have recently started getting into running. Yeah, I know. You should all be applauding and patting me on the back because I am, I like to work out. I really do. It's really an amazing thing for me to do. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I am moving my body and keeping myself fit, but I'm not a runner. I'll tell you that for sure. I am not a runner. I hate running. But recently, I have been feeling the need to be running. I feel like it is something that I have to do. It's like my body is telling me to. So I'm listening, which sounds kind of cringy, but I'm listening to my body. And I'll tell you what, running's hard. That's for sure. But I've been enjoying it. And it's kind of fun because... You know, when you're driving in your car and like you're going places, you don't really look at all of your surroundings. Like, you know what you're seeing, obviously, you know how to get around and the things like the little, whatever, you know where you're going, but you don't like fully see all the details of your neighbor's homes and notice the small oriented things on your walk or run. So... But one thing that has kind of blown me away, I was on a walk. I'm lying. I was on a run. Like the whole point of me telling you this is that I've been on a run and I've been doing good. Why do I do that towards myself? I was on a run and I ran past my neighbor's house and I've always like kind of like looked at this plant, but I haven't thought anything of it just because it's so big and bright and in your face. And on my way back from my run, I kind of was like, I'm going to walk past this, see what's going on. So I ended up looking at it. And when I tell you I had to stop because I was so mesmerized, I was. I looked at it and you're not going to believe what I'm about to say. I'm so serious. There's about five or six ginormous Venus flytraps. What? Like, what the heck? That is insane, right? It makes no sense because I live in the Midwest. How do you take care of these things? I literally thought they ate flies. It is 
April, let's be real, April 2nd, while I'm recording this, I know I'm being a bad podcast host, I'm recording this a day before the episode airs, but whatever. That's besides the point. Literally, there's no flies out because it's kind of like chilly and like it's kind of like warm, like it doesn't make any sense, so there's no flies. So how does this thing eat? And especially because we just can't, I just have so many questions, basically. I'm not going to get into all of them because I feel like I could talk about this entire episode just based off these plants. It makes no sense to me. So I, if anyone knows anybody, please, please let me know how they take care of them. Because I've only seen like the little small tiny ones at like Walmart or like Target or like a random like plant store. But I've never seen them that big. Like, when I tell you they are about three feet tall, they were three feet tall. Like, they were huge. And all I wanted to do was put my hand in it and see if it would actually bite me. But I know it wouldn't. So, actually, I don't know. I have no clue. That's why I said that. So, but yeah, that is the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. I also have another story. This, like, kind of happened a while ago. But I recently have been getting my nails done. But I'm on a journey with my nails where I want them to grow out so I don't have to put, like, fake nails under them. But I live in a smaller town, so the nail salons here, like, aren't really bomb. Like, they kind of suck. Let's just say it like that. And it's weird because they're all, like, cash only. So I didn't know that. I've never lived in a smaller town until this past year. So I've never, like, really thought how I don't know I sound spoiled but I don't understand how the smaller town nail salons work because most of them like you have to book an appointment and it's like three weeks out in advance it makes no sense is what I'm trying to tell you it makes no sense but I was in desperate need of getting my nails done so I went to this one place and I've heard like decent things about it not a big deal and I went over there got my nails done and when I tell you she slaughtered them she slaughtered them But I'm the type of person that if I don't like them, I'm going to politely ask you to change them because I'm not paying for it, right? Like, I'm not going to pay for something that I'm dissatisfied about. So I was like, hey, like, I don't really like the shape. I wanted, like, a more, like, rounder shape, not, like, a square. And she was like, okay, like, no big deal. Like, starts, like, "Mm, that's actually not what she said. She actually got really mad about it and started, like, proceeding to cut my fingers, I took a wrong turn, but that happened. And I was kind of bamboozled, but I just kind of sat there and sucked it up because she was getting the shape I wanted. So what am I complaining about? Not the blood on my fingers for sure. Um, But she, she got the shape correct and then she got the wrong shade. And so I kind of just let that one slide and move on. But at the time when I was getting my nails done, I didn't know that it was cash only. So I only had my card on me. So I went to go pay and she was like $50 or something. And I was like, okay, no big deal. I gave her my card and she was like, it's cash only. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, I do not have cash on me. So what am I supposed to do? She was like, well, there's an ATM machine down the road. So you might as well go there. I was like, bet. Okay, I'll be back. I promise. Like, do you need me to like leave my driver, like, I don't know what you need, like, something to, like, let you know that I'm coming back, and she was like, no, no big deal, whatever, she was so rude, first of all, she was so rude, I'm making her sound like she's a nice person, but she was not, so I went to go get some cash, and she said $50, so I pulled out 
I think I, there was only, there was an option for 60. So I think I pulled out 80, right? And I gave her the $80 back expecting to get $30 back, but she only gave me like, I think she like ended up giving me like $10 back. No, she gave me $15 back. And I said, um, ma'am, I need my 15. Like, I think you forgot to give me 15 more dollars. No. Yeah, that's what she, what she said. She was like, for you now, it's 75. That makes no sense. Um, I don't really know how to explain. I literally don't understand how the money situation worked. I'm not going to think about it too hard. But basically, she ended up not giving me the money and she charged me $80. Okay, I just lied about the whole like situation. She actually probably didn't give me any cash. So let's just be real about that. I'm just trying to make her sound like a nicer person than she was. Um, so she actually didn't give me any cash. I just lied to you. And she charged me $80. And I was like, ma'am, you need to give me my money back. And she was like, no, for you now, it's $80. And it really made me mad. I'll tell you that for sure. And my nails look wanky and janky. and They looked awful. So I was really, 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 really mad. So I have never been back to that nail salon. And then yesterday I went with my friend, okay? And I went to a different one here and they actually turned out okay and the lady was nice. So I'm not going to be mad at her, okay? And she convinced me to get acrylic instead of dip because I can just get them filled instead of getting a new set every single time because that is what makes me feel like I never want to go to the nail salon. So now I can just get it filled and yeah, I'm pretty excited. I hope that my nail journey ends up going well because I want to take these off and then just end up using my original nail. But if you wanted to know, that's my nail journey and I saw Venus Flytrap. So, been pretty crazy. Um, been a pretty crazy week and we've done lots of things and it hasn't been stressful. I'll tell you that. So I've been in a really good mood lately. But yeah. Let's get into this episode because I am pretty excited. Today, we are going to be talking about doing things for you and ending up being a little selfish in your life because I think especially with today's society, people pleasing and doing things for others is very glorified and it's also looked at as a good thing. And it is in some ways. I 100% agree that doing a couple things to make others feel special is so important. And what I mean by that is say, okay, Logan, my husband, we are married. And I obviously, husband means marriage. But if we were doing things around the house and I realized that he is a little stressed out and by taking out the trash for him it makes him feel better and he recognizes that and it makes him feel good that is so important and to do things like that I'm not ever saying don't do little things to make your significant other or parent or siblings or boss or anything feel like you are recognizing their hard work and you know what I mean but what I'm talking about is when people-pleasing is basically affecting your life and your mental health and you feel like you are now in a situation where you feel like you cannot do things for you because you feel guilty. That is a place where I have 
thousand percent been in and I can tell you I know how it feels and how the guilt and the stress overwhelms you and it's not fun. It is a situation where you feel kind of trapped and you don't know how to get out of it. I think sometimes feeling that validation or being liked is the reason why we want to help others and never say no and do things for them. But I have been researching this topic a little bit. And one of the things that came up that kind of was mind opening for me is the motivation to help others can sometimes be a form as altruism. A person might genuinely want to make sure that other people have the help they need in case In other cases, people-pleasing can be a way to feel validated or liked. By making sure that people are happy, they feel as if they are being useful and valued. And I think that comes um, with a little bit of insecure, being insecure, because at least for my end of things, I know that whenever I was a big people-pleaser, I never wanted anyone to be disappointed in me. I was always super insecure with what others thought. And if it meant going above and beyond every single time I had to volunteer or talk about a topic or someone needs help for something, like I was always that person that wanted to do that. And a lot of this happened to me specifically in high school. I know a lot of other people are different. But knowing that before I left for college, I had all of these goals and things that I wanted to do before I left, whether that be hang out with my friends and family, be able to continue to finish my school career and be happy with it, all these things. And something that was really hard for me was not being able to say the word no. Because I felt guilty and I felt like if I said no, people would be disappointed in me. They wouldn't want to be my friend anymore. When in all reality, that is 100% not the truth. I think that we as humans get caught up in what others think and we let it control us. If we do not have that security that you are not a bad person for saying that. And if you think that your friends are going to be upset with you and not want to be your friend anymore and think that you're boring, they're probably not your friend like you think they are. They're probably not the best person to be in your life. And that took me so long to figure out. So I just want to talk about this because I would I would have been so much better off if someone would have told me these things um but I wanted to talk about some tips and tricks that may help this situation because doing things for you is the most amazing exhilarating feeling in your entire life and I think that once you start figuring out that you can do things that you like and that other people don't have to do it You finally start finding who you are, what your values are, what your goals are, and figure out who you are and finally enjoy it and don't feel guilty. The first thing that I want to talk about is identifying your priorities. 
figuring out what your goals, what your dreams are, and how to achieve them. And if anyone comes in your way, put them aside, right? Like I said, the word no is so amazing and helpful in this situation specifically. Say you want to end up moving career, not careers, but you're at a job and you want to get a higher position than you already are. And that is like your highest priority at work. And someone comes and they ask you to do a project or work on this topic and it's not lining up with what you want to do. You can say, I'm busy. I'm so sorry, but I have a lot of things on my plate. I wish I could help you out. Give them a little couple tips and tricks, maybe, if you know what they're talking about, and just move on with it. The word no is not a bad thing if you do it the correct way. And I think that that is something that us humans don't understand. Just finding those priorities and staying on that journey of it. Do not put yourself astray because it's hard to get back on that path once you kind of get off of it. Set your boundaries. That's another one I want to talk about. Being able to figure out when that's enough is a great, 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 great thing to you whenever you And that is how you can figure out how to please yourself. For example, if you are out with your friends and you are at a party and you're having a great time, you're enjoying your girlfriends, and then things kind of go in a direction where you don't want to be at, you can always just say, hey, I think I'm done for the night. I'm going to go home. I don't want to be here anymore. I'm not liking the, like, you don't have to be like, I don't like the vibe. I don't want to be here. All of y'all are being so weird and I'm not down for this. Like, I want to go home. You don't have to be like that. Figuring out what your boundaries are. Say, like, it is 11 o'clock and you're tired and you want to go home. And it is, they want to go somewhere else. You can respectfully say, hey guys, like, I'm really tired. I had so much fun tonight, but I think I'm going to head out. I hope that y'all have a great rest of your night. I'll see y'all later. Let me know how it is. Have fun. I don't think that if you have truly good friends that care about you and your well-being, they are going to care. Like, they shouldn't. And if they do, then screw them. Don't talk to them anymore. Like, yeah, friendship breakups suck, but friendship breakups suck. And you'll get over it and you will find people in your life that love you and respect you. So set those boundaries for yourself and don't push yourself over the limits if you don't have to. Like, don't do that. Considered whether or not you're being manipulated. Figure out if this person is genuinely asking me to do things because they love me and care for me or they're just plain out using me because they know I don't say no. So this one's kind of a difficult one because it it feels like you might be pleasing others and in this situation, but helping people is not a bad thing and you don't have to always say no to that. The reason why I put this one in here is because with this topic and this conversation, 
you might be like, okay, I will never say yes again. And I will say the word no and never do anything ever. And I'm only doing things I like and nothing else. Nothing else can come in the way besides me. Like, yes, that's a good, that's, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that was so loud. But yes, that is a great mindset, kind of. But being able to help other people will benefit you as well. It helps you feel, it helps you show love and being caring and being genuine. But it also helps you grow as a human and shows you that with your friendships and your relationships and your family and whoever else is in your life that you're helping, it benefits them and shows them that you are a caring, compassionate person. So figuring out what friendships you aren't being manipulated in and if they genuinely need your help and you are more than welcome to help them. So just knowing whether or not to figure out if that is the correct relationship that you should be in. Right? Another one that I want to talk about is sitting with discomfort. Whenever you start saying that you aren't up to the situation because you are working on yourself and if you feel like you're pleasing others, sitting there and feeling uncomfortable is a normal feeling because you are doing something that you are not usually doing and you might feel guilty and you might feel judgment and being less than perfect but if you sit with those feelings they might have less power over you and your actions in the long run so if so and so is asking you to do this project and you do not want to do it for the life of you but you feel like to be able to get on their good side you need to do it but it's going to take literally three days Sometimes just backing out of it and saying, I am not able to do that, unfortunately. I hope that you can find someone else. Thank you so much for thinking about me, though. That is not bad. It is not rude that you said it like that. If you are correctly nice and upfront with them, it's not bad, but it's uncomfortable and it is new and it is fresh. And being like, being able to sit there and deal with those feelings really will help you on that journey of doing things for yourself. Another one that I want to talk about, and this kind of goes with the word no, creating a mantra. It A mantra is empowering. It is able to help you and remind you of things Whenever you kind of forget, it will be there to remind you. And what I mean by that is writing a sentence to remind yourself. And whether you put it on your wallpaper on your phone, if you put it on your bathroom mirror, you can even act like a little prep talk through the day. Trying out by writing down, I'm allowed to say the word no. And saying it to yourself. I'm allowed to say the word no. No is a complete sentence. No. 
I do not have to explain myself to anyone. I am the guardian of my time and my energy and no one can stop me. I'm allowed to enjoy my life. Writing things like that is going to be able to help you grow as a human being, help you get past those people-pleasing, validated feelings, and get you on that road to learn yourself and learn the things that you enjoy. And it's very, very, very difficult. I truly understand it is easier said than done. And that's why we have to start off small. Being able to find helpful friends and family members or even talking to a therapist so you can be able to get those feelings out. Letting the people close to you know I'm going through something. I really feel like I'm people-pleasing consistently and it is taking over my life. And I want to get on that journey where I feel comfortable in my own skin and being able to make those decisions. And if it's quite literally taking over your life, maybe seeking out help to figure out why you feel that way and how to help it. Getting help is never, ever, ever, ever something that you should be looked down upon, like looking down at yourself on. You should never do that. It can help you in ways that some people may not be able to because they have gotten that professional education to benefit you and those feelings. So starting small, reaching out to others. There are so many different options in helping you with that people-pleasing feelings. And I kind of just wanted to give some tips because, like I said, I have been there. I have done that and I know what it feels like for especially the word no to just be wrapped around like it's stressful thinking about it but I'm telling you once you do it once you get past those feelings you can really 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 impact your life and you can really find who you are especially being a young adult learning how to grow and benefit yourself is going to help you out so much in life. And I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I am not anything. I am purely creating this podcast to help myself and help others. And I have been on that journey of life where I know it's difficult. And I'm just sharing you what's helped for me. I'm just sharing so that maybe it can help others. But I really, really hope that you enjoyed today's episode. I know that it's not super long and I'm not consistently talking your ear off like I usually do, but I just felt like I wanted to talk about this because summer and spring is coming up and the weather is getting nicer and people are wanting to be outside and it's a busy time of the year for people. It really, really is. So being able to figure out your routine and the things that you love so that you can have control of your life and not anybody else's but happy monday i hope that everyone is having a great day 
and that we are starting the week off strong. So I will see you next week. Uh, If you like this episode today, please give five stars on the podcast. It really, really helps me see my my listeners and it makes me feel loved and it really helps grow the podcast give a follow to instagram at healthy and wellish the instagram and love y'all bye